Greg and Josh are not paid critics. They are not experts, nor do they claim to be. They are just two nerds that love to talk about internet shows. However, they're still going to tell you about what they think. So sit down, relax, and enjoy the latest episode of All Queued Up. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of All Queued Up. I am your host, Greg Deeds, and with me always is my good friend, Josh Fisher. How you doing, buddy? Uh, pretty good, man. Pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I, uh, I'm playing a lot of Mario Maker 2. Uh, mm. Fun fact, a little bit of an off-topic situation here. Uh, with Mario Maker 2, I have created two maps um, within the Mario 3D World-like setting. And I learned very quickly that there are clear pipes that you can set up for players to go through. You can't turn around in the pipe. You just go through the pipe and then you're done. Well, I learned that if you connect a bunch of them together, they can go through this really long area. So I went, how much of the screen can I actually fill up? How much of a stage can I fill up with pipes? So I filled up both the first and the second area with pipes because, like, and it's just one long pipe, like an intestine. And I learned that doing that, they will expend 500 seconds. Like, it just it just goes. So then I went, okay, let me reduce it a little bit and see what happens. And I've made a map that forces a player, if they want to finish it, to not do anything for almost seven and a half minutes. Uh, I have titled it A Complete and Utter Waste of Time. Mm-hmm. Because that's the kind of psychopath that I am. Uh, it is arguably some of the funniest things I've ever seen. So last night, one of our good friends, one of my good friends via the internet, um, he he sent, or he got he got a streamer to play my second version, which my second version is just as long as the first one, but way more annoying because I added all these sound effects and bells and whistles that makes the controller vibrate. And he said some hilarious shit, like, whoever made this stage needs to be taken out back and shot like Old Yeller. Uh, that killed me. That was really funny. Um, hmm. You know, when I was younger, I used to try to spend... I, I used to want to lay pop as long as I possibly could, too. Ah, well done. Well said. Um, anyway, yeah, it's just really funny. So, I've been doing that. But, uh... uh if you're new to the podcast, guys, welcome. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, what Josh and I do here is we watch two shows in their entirety on an internet streaming platform. Uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime, YouTube Red, what have you. Or Premium now, sorry. Knows how I dropped Hulu. Um, Get better, Hulu. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, but yeah, we watch, we watch both shows, uh, however long it is, however many episodes it is. And we... Um, we uh, I'm sorry about that noise, guys. Um, we uh, we give our impressions and our thoughts, and then we give a grade at the end, like our final thoughts and a grade. It's a lot of fun. Um, today's two shows that we're doing are both on Netflix. One is called Norseman, which is a comedy out of Norway? I don't remember where it's from. It's not, it's not American. Um... And then uh, the drama, the post-apocalyptic drama, The Rain, uh, which is also foreign, <laughs> funny enough. 
Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're doing today, guys. In, in these shows, we do talk about a few things here and there that are maybe a little uh, touchy to some people. Um, so if there's if there's a topic that we're going to bring up in in either show, uh, feel free to skip ahead to hear our final thoughts or whatever. Um, uh, if it's if it's something like, uh, you know, sexual assault or worse. We'll say spoiler alert. Or self harm. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it does exist in both these shows. That's why I'm mentioning it harder now than I do before. So that's why I'm saying that. But anyway. Um, oh yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Uh, uh, we also do a little bit of spoiler talk. So that's that. On top of that, that's a thing. Uh, well, we'll probably do a lot of spoiler talk, actually. Yeah, yeah. Relatively speaking. Uh, on these two. Yeah, because we're watching The Rain Season 2, and we're watching two seasons of Norseman. So, or we watched, I should say. So the, the, there has to yeah. be a little bit of spoiler talk. but um, Especially when, you know, each season was only like six episodes and 30 minutes long, 40 minutes long at the longest. So it was a really easy view. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. All right, well... um. With any, without any further ado, uh, let's uh, start with the first show, which we're going to talk about the Rain Season 2. Uh, right. If you'd like to give a brief synopsis, Josh. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we covered Season 1 last year. And, you know, I thought that it was there's promise in this show. There is a very good premise, but the storytelling suffers, and it suffers from pacing. It did more so in this second season. Um, the overall premise is that a virus that was carried by rainfall wiped out almost all humans in Scandinavia. Uh, it's set in Denmark. Uh, so the Danish siblings, Simone and Rasmus, they have spent six years in a bunker. Uh, in season one, they are released from the bunker. They form up with a band of people surviving, struggling together, and they're trying to find a safe haven. Um, and they're also searching for their father, who may be, who is supposed to be able to provide the answers and a cure. And at the end of season one, they found their dad and he's like, I can't cure him without killing him. And they left. Uh, season two opens up, you know, immediately minutes later. They get caught. They're tracked down. Their dad shows up. And he's like, here, he secretly slips his daughter a piece of paper. He's like, take these coordinates. These people can help you. But if they can't cure him, you have to kill him. He is too dangerous. And then, of course, the government the people in charge, the uh, Apollon, they gun their dad down, and then they managed to miraculously get away from all these armed guards that had just gunned down their dad. And, you know, none of them are armed. Yeah, so that's where Season 2 picks up. So basically, they're just more roaming across the country trying to find someone that can cure Rasmus of this virus that pretty much kills you instantly. Um, you know, if it infects can we, you. Can we talk about the wrong, or not the wrong, but the worst absolute thing in the show? Uh, sure. Go ahead. 
I absolutely hated that the virus, like, could come out of him and kill people. Oh, yeah, it. yeah. Absolutely fucking hated it. The, the, the main reason I hated it is there was no allusion to that in season one. At all. It was a complete and utter, like, twist and turn surprise. Well, it's because the virus has now mutated. I don't, is their I explanation. Don't, don't care. It's dumb. It, it, the show was not leaning towards the idea of a quote-unquote superpower. Um, he even fucking calls it that. Uh, I know. It, it never, it never was gearing towards that direction. It was always this type of show that was like, oh, it's, it's people surviving the apocalypse and there's something, uh, unique about Rasmus. And I was always like, okay, maybe it's the, like, it's the idea that he has the cure within him and that it's, it's a mm -hmm. very, it's, it, it, it had a sort of what like Left for Dead had, you know, not Left for Dead. I'm sorry. Uh, Last of Us had. Um, yeah, and, yeah. And, I, and, and that, that like, El, like Ellie, you know, she had the, she was the key to the cure or supposedly that's, that's supposedly because she, but she's in order to extract the cure, she would have to die. Right. Hmm. And then I was kind of hoping for that angle, but then they were like, nope, it's, it's just, it's just a power that he has now where he can <sighs> utilize it when he's angry. Like he's the, like the fucking weird Hulk. I'll give them this much. The animation they did on the smoky virus that came out of him looked cool. Oh yeah, it very it really did. But yeah, I mean they 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 set it up, you know, because originally it was okay. We gotta extract the cure from him. We can manipulate a cure and immunize everybody from it. That's what you were led to think. And this, um. You know, it mutates, and now the head guy of Apollo, and he doesn't want to cure anyone. He wants to make everyone immune to it by giving them the same virus to where they would all have the same abilities, which is fucking dumb yeah, to me. Yeah, real goddamn dumb. Because you're seeing that it's rotting and killing any vegetation now. So you're not going to be able to have food, and if it's killing off your plants, you're not going to have oxygen over time. So it's just fucking dumb. Um, but yeah. yeah. What the fuck do I know? It was, it was uh, just, it was just really fucking like, it seems so bizarre and, 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 and a complete departure of what the first season was. Or yeah, at least it was what radically it was different in that regard. But, you know, essentially they're still trying to find a cure for him, but now he's seeing visions of his, eight-year-old self saying, don't do it, don't get the cure, you know, she's trying to destroy us. So I have no idea, I guess, this virus is making him hallucinate and he's like, seeing where he's the host of this virus, the visual visualization fucking Christ. Um, he's projecting it as a younger version of him. It's been a, It's become a part of him. But he's trying to convince himself, oh, I do want to cure, I do want to cure, but he clearly fucking doesn't want to cure. And then you got this girl, Sarah, that he met in this facility, you know, maybe a week after, you know, he met this girl, Beatrice, who he was nuts about, and then she died sleeping next to him, and he was in love with her, and all of a sudden now he's infatuated with this girl. Not even a week's gone by in fucking time. Right, you know, right, it's it's... Uh, I, the like, worst line, the worst line 
is Kiss Me. It's like it's like jo- Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, I could. I my eyes rolled so hard, I almost gave myself a fucking headache. Yeah, yeah. the The writing in this season was not as strong as in season one, or or good the, at all. The I will I will say the last episode, with the exception of that line, was the best episode in this season. Uh, but the um, the pacing was all over the place, especially the first two episodes. The pacing was terrible. It's like, okay, we've got to get to these coordinates. And all of a sudden, they're there. And it just seemed to only take like an hour. But yet, what was even worse is when they find this place and... Simone and Martin have to go and try to retrieve her dad's personal computer from their home. They're like, oh, it's 50 miles. We should make it tomorrow. But they're walking. Now, I don't know about you, dude, (laughs) but when's the last time you walked 50 miles in a day? (sighs) And they end up staying the night at these people's place. And then still make it there the next day. They cover that 50 miles without a vehicle. So, there was a moment in this show that I literally said out loud, like, what was the fucking point of that? Um, And it was, uh, I can't think of the, it was the, it was the two characters that were clearly starting to build a love connection between each other in season one. Oh, Jean and, uh, what's her name? Yeah. Um, um, fucking Leia. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> she fucking, spoiler alert again, she fucking offs herself by trying to save the main character for no discernible reason. It literally- her character was fucking so wish-washy all over the place this season. Uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, why... Why would you do that? Like, there was no... There was no... There was no explanation. Josh, I don't get it. Like, there was other ways to solve that problem. Like, I don't know. Not go into the room. <laughs> Or open the door and let the other girl out. Clearly, the fucking virus that comes out of him is, is like, slow. You had time to get out. Well, it it wasn't that slow because you saw him when he was using it later, how he was hurling it like it was a fucking fastball. But that was after they injected him. It just, there's... Yeah. Oof, Josh, there's so much that I'm just like, this doesn't... It's bad. Bad. It's bad and they should feel bad. Dude, trust me, I I mean, there were several moments during this, and I watched it in one afternoon, because it only took about four hours, maybe five to do so. I was watching it, and I was just like, oh God, can we just be done with it already? Uh, You know, I still see potential, but I don't see good execution. There's a good story there, but they're not telling it in a good fucking way. Absolutely. It's, ugh, dude. I, I'm very disappointed with this. Like, I, I can't express that enough. I think I've already dude, expressed I was, it quite a bit. I, I, I was disappointed in this season. I enjoyed the first season. 
Well, yeah, I didn't think year. it was a masterpiece. I think I think I gave last season a B, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, it just um, it it. I think this season does not get a B. No, I think uh, I think the biggest problem episode is, episode six would get a B, but the rest of the season no. <laughs> I see. I even disagree with that. I think season six is or uh, season six episode six is awful. I I had such a big problem with this show, like through and through. I couldn't enjoy it in any capacity. And I tried, man. Like, I really tried. Like, it was a slog to get through. There were so many characters making the weirdest goddamn decisions that didn't amount to anything. Like, I literally was like, there was a much easier solution to that than what the fuck ever you just did. Um, I think if this show kept with the idea that you know, uh, this virus is, is contained within the rain. Um, hence the fucking name of the show. Now it's just called the Rasmus. Um, and, uh, if it was contained within the rain and they were just trying to survive and trying to figure out what was going on, but also doing the whole, like, what, why 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 are we mon- being monitored by drones? Why is the the quote unquote government involved in this? We need to get these things out of our arm to escape. And that was the whole thing or hiding Rasmus from the government the whole time or whatever that military militaristic group was. Um that'd have been way goddamn cooler. Way better, but instead we get three different fucking love stories. Little plot points that didn't amount to anything. Characters dying that didn't need to fucking die. Or died in the dumbest goddamn ways. Or at the end, a death that it turned into a fucking extra reveal that wasn't interesting. Like, I, I, I... It's disappointing. And it's, it's again, it, it ha- I have to make this clear. It's disappointing because season one was good. It was fun. It was a survival mm-hmm. show in a post-apocalyptic world. It was tragic. Season two is like, hey, do you guys like superpowers in your post-apocalyptic story suddenly? No. no. <laughs> like, it doesn't fit. It was, it's so weird and off-putting. And again... And now, it, it has been renewed for a third season. And I'm very curious. That's going to be the series finale, because they said it's only going to be three seasons. So we'll get another six-episode season. I'm going to assume six. And it makes me wonder what direction they're going to take it in. Because by the end of episode five, episode six, I was just like, just kill him and her both already. Kill the brother and sister duo and be done with it. Just kill them. Yeah. You know, because they can remove those fucking uh, electro magnetic chips or whatever is inside of them and just let people who obviously don't have this disease go into the leave the quarantine zone because there's obviously functioning civilization outside of it. Here's another thing I don't get, Josh. Maybe you can expand upon this. If in the opening scene, The shit that comes out, the virus that comes out of Rasmus and kills everyone in the room clearly killed the guys that were wearing full hazmat suits, right? Yeah, yeah. So it can penetrate those. Why wear those in the next, in the the fucking scene at the end? Yeah, it's dumb. Precautions. Safety first. What precautions? Oh. 
it's obnoxious, man. Like this show, I don't feel like it had a direction. I think I feel like somebody, somebody who was writing it was just like there were too many cooks in the kitchen. It seems like there were too many voices saying, "No, let's do this instead." Either that, or they had a completely different writing team this time. I don't know, but it was either a nine-year-old or like fourteen nine-year-olds, one or the other. One or the other. One. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Like I, I <sighs> we could keep going and going and going about this show, but like I, I. Well, I'm looking right now, and there were one, two, three, four, five, six editors. So it makes me wonder if there was a different editor for each episode, or each what? editor worked on every episode. That's so uh, weird. Together, like, yeah. Why have six editors? That's six different voices putting their spin on the story, cutting Ugh. it together they want to. So that, you got one producer, but six editors. That's fucked up. Well, what's even worse, Josh, is I'm not even kind of interested in season three. Like, I- I'm so deep. De- one, de- two, three, four, five, six writers, and none of the writers happen to be any of the editors. So, Yikes. or the series... And one, only one, was one of the three series creators, was writer. So, and you only have two directors. So you got two different directing styles, but you have one guy who should have the fucking main vision going. Right? He should yeah. be the head writer, and his writing team helped flesh stuff out. That I can see. But six different editors, that's what's fucked up. So, yeah. I think that's what this show is suffering from. Let's, uh, let's, uh, but yeah, let's go ahead and move on to grades. I think that's what you were getting ready to say. Yeah, I was going to say, let's move on to the final thoughts and grades. Uh, I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you heard me complain about the show. I don't like it. I don't like how they added this supernatural-ish element to the show. Um, I, I thought it was very lame. A lot of the dialogue is very cheesy, very very corny, very soap opera-esque, and it doesn't mm-hmm. fit, especially with how the first season was written. It almost is like the show's first season writer left, and they had to pick up the pieces, and this is the idea they came up with. Um, a lot of stuff doesn't really fit anymore. It feels like a completely different show. And uh, I, I'm just, I, I'm just very, very disappointed. The show gets a D plus. Because they did some good visual effects. That's about as yeah, far as the, it goes. And the cinematography does look good as well. I mean, the locations are very, very nice. And I love how they make shit look old and abandoned. But, yeah. So you're saying D+. Plus? D+, plus, yeah. For season two, specifically. Yeah, I'm thinking... I was thinking a D, D plus myself. So, it was, a, you know, a disappointing season. You know, the effects were good. Cinematography is good. Um, you know, even the music, uh, the musical selections were good. But the acting was fine. It was just the direction, the editing, and the dialogue. The script itself was just really bad in a lot of places this season. The, there's still potential for a cool story to be told, but I don't have a lot of enthusiasm for that after this season. So I will watch season three just to be done with it, but I don't think that we'll actually review it. <laughs> yeah, no, it'd have to be... 
Like we have to watch episodes. it and say, holy shit, you know, they did something great, you know? <laughs> but. Yeah, I just, ugh, dude, I was so, like, this is, I wanted to be over so bad. <laughs> yeah, me too. I was like in episode four, and I was like, oh, I can't just be over yet. I've got two more to watch. <laughs> All right, well, uh, so moving on from that show. Uh, briefly, uh, um, I'm, I'm trying to guys. So, so here's the thing I want to, in between the shows, kind of promote other podcasts, other shows, but I need you guys to give me that information. So if there's something, if, listeners, if there's anything you want us to promote, to talk about, to kind of give a quick shout out to contact us, let us know. We're more than happy to do it. Uh, think of it as an advertisement. That you wouldn't have to pay for. Because it. it's a mutual friend thing, if you will. If you catch my drift. Um, hell, guys, if you have a, like, let's say somebody that you listen to the show with, you listen to the show with, and they have a birthday coming up, let us know. We'll say happy birthday to them. We'll let, we'll let them know that they're loved and thought about. Think of it like a uh, uh, Greg's, Greg's jumbo Greg's desperate for interaction from you guys. I'm looking for something in between the shows, okay? I think it would be fun, sir. I don't disagree. <laughs> but yeah, seriously, uh, contact us on our Twitter at uh, Podcast. Uh, uh, contact us on our Instagram. Uh, it's uh, all underscore cued underscore. It's all cued up. All cued up podcast with underscores in between each word. All right, that's fine. I guess that's easier to say. Um mm -hmm. We have a Facebook discussion group, which you can contact us through, or we you can find all that information on our fan page, which is All Cued Up Podcast on Facebook. Um, we have an email account, which I don't remember right now. All, all Cued Up Podcast Gmail. Okay, that's good. Okay. So, yeah, there's various ways to contact us. Let us know, guys, and we're more than happy to give your show a shout-out, to give uh, somebody else, you know, a, a message, like a Jumbotron sort of thing. Um. But yeah, think of think of the middle section as that's what we're that's what we're striving for. So, all right, now that we got that out of the way, let's move on to Norsemen. Oh, now this show, I probably enjoyed more than you, but I really enjoyed this show. Uh, the Norsemen is you know it's set it's done in Norway. Um, it's called the uh, Kang. Vakingane, or it's called Vikings in Norway, whatever, however you pronounce it in their uh, Norwegian language, but, you know, Norsemen here. Uh, but it's about a group of Vikings living in the village of Norheim around the year 790. And it follows, you know, just this group, and, you know, Viking law. Uh, you've got a you got a chief, and he and his warrior clan go out and they raid. And part of going on raids um, <laughs> includes raping. So you know they make they they are. Uh, this show's not going to be for everybody, <laughs> um, but they raid the villages. They kill, rape, and pillage. Uh, and oh, bring Vikings, the spoils so. back and bring slaves back. You know, they're they're Vikings, yeah. Historically speaking, that's, that's what they did. That's what they did. But they do it in a funny way here. Um, 
That's like the debatable the, part. Well, the the opening scene, you see the chief and his warriors coming back on a boat uh, to their village, and they've got a new slave. And when they get back, the chief's younger brother, who is just inept as hell, and does a poor job at running the village in his brother's absence, um, he uh, he uh, is killing off the elderly just because, you know, well, we're running short on food, so if we kill off the old people, there'll be more food for us. That's his idea. You know, he's not trying to take care of the village so much, but yeah, he's, he's inept as hell. He's a bumbling oaf. So he's also desperate to be included in social gatherings, as he establishes very early in the first episode. Uh, like everybody's back, and they're like, "Hey, let's go reminisce." And he's like, "No, no, we're we're gonna we're gonna, we're gonna go do this thing, you know, warriors only. What happens on the raid stays in the raid." And he's married. His wife is the only female warrior who has is just as good as the male warriors. And the chief and the chief's best friend, uh, the chief is, uh, God, what was his name? Uh, I don't know. Olaf. He was, he was Chieftain Olaf. Um, his brother, the second in command, is, uh, Orm. Orm's wife is Freya. And then there's Arvid. He is the best warrior. He loves going on raids. He always wants to be on a raid, but he also wants to settle down in the village. He wants a wife. So the chief tells him about a way to uh, get a wife. By law. Uh, but when they get back, this, this scene cracked me up. They get back. And they're like, uh, you know, anything happened special on the raid while you were gone? This is Orm asking them, and they're like, oh, well, you know, pillaging and raping, and, you know, raping and pillaging. And he's like, I was surprised, though, to see your wife. She took right, a, she took part in uh, quite a bit of the raping. And he's like, what? He's like, oh, yeah, I turned my head, and there she had them pinned down. These poor monks were moaning. And, uh, He's like, what's this necklace? And she's like, uh, she had a necklace made of all their dismembered members. He's like, is that a cock necklace? She's like, well, you know, you, you've never been on a raid. You don't understand. You gotta take part. And I just thought it was funny as hell. It's like, okay, this is how they're treating this, so. But, yeah. Uh. I, I don't know where to begin on this show because there were so many times that jokes or comedy could have gone a different route, but then it turned into, like, an SNL sketch. Sketch. Some of them were telegraphed and ran on a little bit too long, I admit. But... I, I told you about one. Like, we off-off off oh, podcast. Yeah. The, the worst one was the, uh, the, 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 the... The slave that was, like, gonna retire and go yeah, look at things. Like, it was his last shift. Oh, my God. I was like, yeah. I get the joke. Just do the joke. Why are you making this longer? And it wasn't like that funny, like, ha-ha, Andy Kaufman no, is on stage was being weird it, kind it of was, long. It was beat it dead horse funny. No, it wasn't. That's the problem. <laughs> I, I would agree with you. I would agree with you if 
The scene after he got his eyes taken out lasted really long. I would I would agree with you there. But the fact that they just kept saying it up until the punchline, that's not beating a dead horse. That's like pretending you're going to, and then you hit the horse once and it dies. That's not funny. Like, well, I mean, if I you do... It, I found it, it funny. You did not find it funny. That's okay. It, it, dude, it was too telegraphed. It was too well, far. I, I agree like, that it was telegraphed, but... Like, make him say that he cares about looking at things when he retires. Show the guy shooting the arrows. Or better yet, Josh, and I have a better one here. Show the guys out in the forest talking about retiring and what they're going to do. And you make sure that everyone understands that that one guy, he wants to go look at things, right? Then you have a different scene where two characters are talking. And one of them has a bow and arrow, and he's going to fire it. And that scene lasts a good while to almost kind of make you forget about the slaves. Thinking maybe uh, that scene at the beginning of the episode was a little bit passe, if you will. Like, oh, you're just and, showing instead them. Of, instead of having them run concurrently together, have them spaced out minutes apart. Yes. You give us some dialogue between the two characters and the one that's shooting the arrow. And then just as he's about to fight, he's like, hey, dude, watch this. I'm going to fire two arrows. And then as he goes to fire them, something trips him up. Something gets him to fire him in the air. It doesn't matter I what. Get you. And then when it, when he, when it hits the fucking slave who had, like, he has to have his eyes get pulled out, you do a f- kind of what Family Guy did with, like, Peter on the ground holding his knee. Like, you make that scene last way too long. Because then that's funny in itself. It's the context is funny. The execution was terrible. Hmm. That's my no. problem. And, and okay. the show does that. The show does that everywhere. Like most of its comedy and jokes is in that category. But I don't have a problem with it. Um, now you got to think I, too. Well, it's also written for a Norse audience and not us, a uh, Norwegian audience and not I us, so I don't know culturally what they find to be as funny as we do or the varying levels of, I would argue, you know, I would argue that comedy is subjective. Absolutely that, it is. And that I can't believe for a second that this is the primary source of comedy in Norway. I don't oh, sorry, know. in sorry, in... in yeah, yeah no way. Um, I I would have to imagine that they are just as broad with comedy as we are. Now, how popular the show is would tell me a lot. It would tell me a fucking lot. But I also thought that this show would stem. It would benefit from a office style kind of like. There was there was a thought in my head watching it going, it'd be really funny if this show took an office angle, an office style angle, where they still did con- they still did confessionals to a camera, but cameras didn't exist then, so it's just like a dude writing everything down. Um. Oh, here's here's something to uh, the popularity of it in Norway. The population is just over five million, and the show averages more than one million viewers. Yikes. Each episode, so pretty it's very fucking popular. popular in Norway. Yeah. Oh boy, Norwegians! <laughs> Get off your comedy high horse for a second. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. I have been. Here's the thing. 
I argue all the time. We have this conversation more times than I care about, about comedy. And I'm not offended by jokes. No. But... I'm never offended by a joke. I do think that there is a, a level of sophistication when it comes to the execution of a joke. And when I see a show that has so much potential, this show has so much potential for me. That, oh, it really does. Yeah, that like the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, that could have been done differently. That could have been said differently. That could have been that could have gone a different route. And the other thing that I think drives me nuts the most about the show is its really strong, strong narrative plot. Now, I'm not saying it that the does. narrative is bad. That- it, it, that's 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 what surprised me is this show even while it's presented as you know something that was perceived as python-esque in the trailer this show has a good fucking story underneath that that opening a sketch very that I watched, good fucking story yeah the opening sketch that i watched with you to get to get me to want to watch the show yeah uh, that that opening bit is very monty python-esque and that's about mm-hmm. it like, I would argue that there's a couple bits in it that are Monty Python-esque after that, but not much. Not no, much at all. No, Like I, I agree. I, I, like, we get it. That main character is a hidden homosexual. We get it. Why do we have to keep bringing it up like it's a big fucking hubbubaloo? I don't get it. Well, like I said, you in know, the same different way, culture... Different culture, maybe that's just something I, they find funnier. I can't speak to say look, that it's not. You can, Josh. You can keep saying that, but we're talking about how we found it funny. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't. I don't care how the Norwegians find it funny. It doesn't matter to me. What matters okay. to me is how I found it funny, and I didn't find it that funny because I felt like there was more opportunity to be funnier. Now, you can argue this show is popular in Norway, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So the fuck was Big Bang Theory here in America? So realistically, can we yeah. say that it's like, because of its popularity, it's funny? No, I didn't say that. I'm just saying maybe the style of comedy in this show caters more to their sense of humor versus our sense of humor is all I'm saying. I'm and, not and saying it's funny because it's made for them. And you I guarantee you there's a bunch of people in Norway... There's probably, you know, four million people that don't like it out of the million that well, do. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't go that route because there's, I'm sure there's people here in America who haven't seen Big Bang Theory, even though it gets millions of views every episode that before its finale. I'll, I watched the first episode and I said, nope, fuck this show. Right. So my point is, is I guarantee you there's a lot of people in Norway that feel the same way about this show. So me critiquing it to that extent outside of cultural, you know, touchstones and, 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 and differences, I don't think matters. Yeah. That being said, um, I, I, I had a lot of trouble enjoying this show because it felt very lazily written. Very lazily written. That may be harsh, but there are, like I said, it's, it's a lot of the, the, um, uh, telegraphing of not just jokes, of just things in general. That I'm like, okay, like, there was a scene that actually made me laugh. And it was one of, like, the, uh, the other Viking group, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the old large group. 
Yes, Jarl Vargas. Jarl Vargas talking to his head Viking guy. That he, like, that oh, was Oh, God, yeah. And, um, he's in a bathtub, and they're having a conversation about what they need to do, and how Pit, like, and, and Jarl Vargas acting like he's not vengeful, but he totally is, and, and it's interesting. And then in just, in the middle of the scene, he's being fucking jacked off. And that was actually funny to me, because it was a passive thing. It wasn't meant to be the center of the scene. No, and the center no. of the scene was the conversation about the plan while he's being jacked off. That's comedy. That's funny. And not because of the jack off, because of the most awkward thing that's clearly in the, the, the elephant in the room is not being addressed. That's funny. And the show does that not terribly often, which is really disappointing. A lot of the time it's like, let's make this really awkward scene where you're all of Argus trying to find, uh, uh, the, the, the map to the West. Well, yeah, but I'm, I'm saying he's calling out, he's calling out the guy, the, the big dude who cleaved the fucking farmer in half in the beginning. Oh, Arvid. Arvid, thank you. He's trying to find Arvid, and he, like, commands his troops to rape his, Arvid's wife, and yeah. th- they yeah. don't want to do it, and, like, there was, a, there was two parts of that that were really funny. He's like, he's like, rape heart. And the fuck, the guy's like, I, no. I'm, I'm, I, I can't. I already did enough raping. Like I'm dry. That made me laugh. That line was very yeah. funny to me. Yeah, and the other guy's like, hey, you know what? We don't want to be known for rape, do we? Do we really want to do that? And at the same time, she's like, hey, somebody put it in me. <laughs> right. That's funny. And it should have stopped there. But then they were like, all right, let's turn this into an SNL sketch and have a really weird, awkward ending where Yara Varg walks up and tries to rape her but can't get hard because he's clearly not sexually attracted to women. I got the joke. It didn't need to go on as long as it fucking did. Like, it wasn't funny because you're beating a dead horse. It was just awkward. Like, um, it just was and, weird and to And me. at the same time, Arvid and uh, his his friend are actually seeing this. and. They're like, she's wanting to be raped. He's like, all right, let's 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 leave and let's go somewhere else. And they they leave and go somewhere else. I just uh, man, it was just that the ending of that whole bit was so lame to me that the opening, I was like, it was, it started off so funny. Like, and that's that's I think the thing about the show that really I think hurts is like a lot of bits start off really funny and just end real poorly. I like the, the whole show was like that. Uh, that's that's kind of what I'm getting at about the style of humor that they were choosing was, and and I use SNL as as a like a a point to say that if you watch if you watched SNL in the past decade, that's that's SNL's fucking thing. They have a really awesome, funny idea for a sketch and a terrible ending. Yep, and uh, that's that's kind of how I felt about most of the comedy in the show. The story is actually solid, which is really strange to me. Like, it's not yeah, just... Yeah, you it's could eliminate just, the comedy bits completely, and this would be... It's a decent Viking show. It's a damn good Viking show. Um, So maybe it suffers by trying to be both. I don't know. I found it enjoyable, but I found myself liking it more for the story elements well, by far think- than the comedic elements. I think, I mean, yes, I agree with you. I think that that's why I use the office angle, like, to keep the story, but, like, make every single Viking, uh, except for one, maybe a two, 
way more incompetent. Like, I think Arvid is a great, uh, um, he's a great parable to, to like, uh, I can't think of the main character's name from The Office. I'm drawing a complete fucking blank. Uh, well, I, I mean, can't help you there because I've never watched The Office. Okay. Uh, have you ever We've watched had- Parks and Rec? Never. It's the same idea. It's the same general idea. Like, everyone's just kind of incompetent, and that's where the comedy lies, but you have all these different characters, and it's in a documentary-style shot show. Mocky-mockumentary, if you will. Yeah. This show would benefit from that with the same story. Hmm. If, if this, because that's the thing, everyone's a little bit incompetent in the show. In some way, fashion, or form, everyone's a little incompetent. Um... You know, you have, you have, uh, uh, Hel- not Helga, what the hell's her name? Which one? The one that Arvid is really attracted to. Oh, the one he's in love with, Freya. Freya, Freya. Dude, she turned out to be Freya. my favorite character. But she was awesome. She and, was awesome. And she, um, she kind of reminded me of a character who is very competent within, like, those type style shows I'm talking about. but the overconfidence gets the better of them, and it's hilarious. But in this show, it wasn't funny at all. Um, it was very tragic. And I was yeah. like, that's such a weird angle to take. I was it's, shocked. I didn't see that coming, actually. The show starts to morph into something a lot more dramatic and It really does, especially in season two. Yeah, season two takes a completely different shift. I mean, so, there's yeah, still I, funny elements in it from, epi- you know, in each episode, but it's a lot more serious in season two. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like there were two writers and they wanted two different shows and they just compromised as best well, they could. I think that may be the case because there are only two writers on the show. The, <laughs> the, the, and the two show creators, uh, you know, they are the, they are the two, only two writers. Um, so it might have been, you know, well, let's go this way, but then let's swing this way. I don't know, but it definitely doesn't have, like, a team of six writers and six editors. It's the two guys. They created it. They wrote it. Uh, now, they didn't. It doesn't say anything about the directors here. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> You know, the the overall plot is Orm's jealous of his brother, Olav, and he wants to be in power. He wants the power. Olav dies midway through season one, but on his deathbed, he tells tells Arvid, he's like, I don't want Orm to be chief. I want you to be chief. I'm going to tell the whole village tomorrow. And Orm overhears it. So, he comes in, and Arvid leaves to, you know, let the brothers have time together, and he's like, oh, no, before that, though, Arvid's like, how bad is it? He's like, well, feel my heart and tell me, and he's like, oh, it's beating strong, good, strong beat. He's like, no, like, literally. Reach in my chest through this hole and feel my heart. It's like, I think it feels like a heart should. <laughs> that shit was funny. Yeah, that was But, yeah. you know, and then, you know, afterwards, Arvid's outside and he's talking to uh, Helga. I believe it's Helga. Uh, Olaf, Olaf's wife. 
Um, and she was like, how's he going to do? I think he's going to pull through. And then Norm comes out, he's dead, and he's got blood all over his fucking hands, and he's hiding his hands from everybody. He's like, he's dead. I'm your new chief now. <laughs> I, I'll I'll do this heavy burden. So it's basically, you know, several people know that Arvid's supposed to be the chief, and it's Arvid trying to reclaim the title. And in the end of season one, he does so. And then season two deals with Orm trying to reclaim the throne. But now it's gotten more expanded because you've got Jarl Varg, who is supposed to be this feared guy, and they make him comical in ways, uh, the way he is portrayed. But he absolutely is a vengeful and merciless kind of character. So it's a weird dichotomy that they have set up for his outer appearance, outer appearance and mannerisms versus his nature. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, man. Like, I feel like the show could have been done differently, and I and I would have liked it more. I get why people do like it. I get why people do find it funny. But to me, it it falls under the same category of like why people find Mad. It's Mad TV was never funny. But well, however, there the are point, a the lot point of I'm things. <laughs> A lot of things about this I really enjoyed and found it funny, but I found myself over enjoying the overall story and the dramatic themes about it more so than the comedy level. So, I mean, for that, you know, I found myself enjoying it and having a good time. Um, and, you know, of course, the tragic things that happened, especially in those last two episodes, holy shit. Yeah. It's like you see things happen that you did not see coming at all. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I guess. I, I I can't think of one thing that I didn't see coming, to be honest with you. Um, I think that's that's one of my other big issues is, is I, like, if you can name something that you surprised you, I'll let you know if I saw it coming or not. And I'll well, be that, honest. That, that, that big character death there in the end. Oh, I absolutely saw that coming. I didn't. That's... I really didn't. And usually I'm clued in and pick up on things. But in this, I don't know. Maybe I was just so engrossed in the storytelling itself. They they tell you, like, I want to say an episode before that it's going to happen. Well, the guy says that's what he's going to do. But you didn't know if he was actually going to succeed because, you know, incompetence. But, I don't know. But, yeah. I just, that's my reasoning behind it. That's, I, that's why I saw it coming, because, like, when the when the uh, blacksmith, the, the last one that was surviving, apparently. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gives, a, he gives him the prosthesis. He's like, there's a secret. And I went, okay, there's blades in him. Got it, understood. Like, it wasn't a surprise that they were there. Me. Yeah, it was For just me. it was just a bit of a surprise of how things went down. I don't know. That's fine. Like, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's I get it. I get why this show's popular. I get why people enjoy it. I, I see it, but for me, it just I it didn't it didn't hit my funny bone like I wanted to. There are moments that are genuinely funny, just they're so far few between. I just couldn't enjoy it. And then the story is like intermingled with 
those weird comedy moments that I just disconnected from completely. Yeah, I get that. So, but let's uh, let's go ahead and give our final thoughts, sir. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give this show a B. Um, it's definitely not for everybody, though. Uh, I really enjoyed it, and the more the, as we established, the more the show went on, the less the jokes hit, and the more serious things took place. Um, you know, not every joke landed for me, of course, but for the most part, I was entertained, and I enjoyed it. The cinematography is gorgeous. The story itself is strong, The you know. I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm looking forward to the next season, uh, which is filming. Uh, but yeah, I'll give it a B. Um, I, I, uh, I give it a C minus. Honestly, I, it wasn't, uh, I don't want to say it's, it wasn't what I was expecting, but I think my, my, again, my issue is that the, the comedy never landed for me or didn't land like they intended it to. And I always felt, it always felt off. Um, but it doesn't, you know, get a lower grade than that because the, the story is, is, is really interesting and really solid. Um, I would, you know, I would argue that it's, it's the better part of the show. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if, if, if this sounds like your cup of tea, if it sounds like something that would be really funny to you, definitely check it out. Um, I just, I felt so disconnected from it. I really did. Um, again, like, like I said in the review, the comedy, the comedy never, like, s sufficiently landed. Uh, the jokes always felt a little bit, uh, telegraphed. Uh, some very telegraphed, but most of them somewhat telegraphed, or like if there was a really good bit that started, it always ended very would poorly. You, so. Would you say the arrow and the eye bit you could see coming from a mile away? <sighs> I'm going to cancel this podcast. Um, <laughs> no, you're not. Uh, uh. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, I understand why people enjoy it. I just had a really hard time getting into it, so. Um, but yeah, guys, it's going to do it for us this week. Uh, you know, two shows that you can watch if you want. Um, if I were going to say watch one over the other, I would say watch Norseman over the ring I easily. agree with that. Wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, but by the time this episode comes out, there will be another show for you to watch. Uh, because two, Josh and I next two week. Two shows. I thought, is it coming out the same day? Same day. Oh, shit. Jesus Christ. Okay, well, there's two shows. I thought it was next week. Uh, it might be. Let me double check, but... Okay, well, I'll, I'll tell you about the two shows. So, on Amazon Prime, we are watching the uh, original series, The Boys, which mm -hmm. um, is based off the comic book series by Garth Ennis. Uh, my one, he wrote my favorite comic book series, Preacher. So, I'm very, very excited about The Boys. I've, I've read yep. a lot of The Boys. I stopped... I want to say I stopped in the comics around the time they did, like, a short eight issue run about like all the superheroes going to a like some kind of resort in the sky that always turned into an orgy and it was a really bad like little story um it was so awful and that's about the time i stopped reading the comic yeah they both um, came out friday the 26th jesus christ uh but yeah so we're both excited about the boys um uh 
But yeah, watch that with us. And then we're going to watch the uh, series finale of Orange is the New Black. Which, if you remember, we reviewed uh, season six uh, along with the rest of the show. Um, last, last year? year. Last, yeah, year last year in June. Um, I had to catch up with like three seasons worth. <laughs> yeah. Leading up to it. But, um, yeah, like the, the, the end of season six was like one of the characters is out of jail and another girl another is one's, like... Yeah. Going back Another into one. jail, but on different reasons. Like it's a whole, it's a immigration. Whole <laughs> but this show looks like it's going to wrap up a lot of plots. So I'm very excited for that. But yeah, they both come out same day, the day that this episode releases. So you got two and, weeks, guys. Yeah, and this has always been. This has pretty much been the show that put Netflix originals on the map. Yeah, yeah this yeah. was their first major hit, and it's always been a good show. So I'm really excited about it, and I'm hoping that it goes out, you know, triumphantly. <laughs> um, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if it's a satisfying end or if it's, you know, if the end leaves something to be desired. We'll find out. Uh, you'll find out on the uh, two weeks from today when it yep. drops. But next Friday, we'll be back with some uninhibited, won't we? Yep, yep, we're going to come back with some more uh, Josh and I just shooting the shit. Uh, and speaking of uninhibited, guys, if there's a topic or something you want us to talk about, let us know. Um, there's the there's our uh, uh, Twitter, our Facebook stuff, our Instagram, our emails. There's numerous ways to contact us. Our comments, shit, our comments in any of the places you listen to the podcast. Um, just about anywhere that you can contact us, we see it, we'll know. And if there's something you want us to talk about in and in on uninhibited, please let us know. It is not just uninhibited is not just uh, uh, connected to Netflix or anything like that. It's literally whatever Josh and I want to talk. About. Uh, think of it as our therapy session, if you will. Um, kind of. There's a lot of personal stuff we don't bring to the show, but you get my point. Um. But yeah. Uh, that's it for this week, guys. Uh, Josh, where can they find you online? Well, you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram. Uh, the easiest way to do that instead of me spelling it out for you is just to find me on Facebook. My my profile is public. The links are there. Uh, you can also catch me on a show on Friday nights on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel called MPSP Theater, uh, where me and my friends discuss uh, various news topics and pop culture and entertainment uh, for the week. Uh, you know, in fact, today, the day we're recording this, uh, X-Men, uh, the X-Men universe is over in the comics and they're rebooting it, rebooting it for the next foreseeable two to three years. They're changing everything that you've ever known. And today, the first issue of that new story arc dropped. So right after we get done recording, I'm going to go read it because I'm really excited about it. And I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about it on the show, uh, if you're listening to it, then tonight. <laughs> but yeah, uh, and who knows, you know, other stuff. Other things will have happened between now and then, but that's a big one. But yeah, enough about that. We're going to find you, Greg. Uh, you can follow me on just about any social media site under Chub Rock Geek. Um, hell, you can search for it on Google and find all of my stuff, including my Twitch. Um, 
But uh, I do, uh, besides this podcast, I also do the Mission Star podcast with my buddy Anthony, and now Alex and Roman. Uh, these are crowd forms. Getting of, crowded over there, yeah. I'm telling you, man. Uh, well, it's okay. We've We've somewhat figured out a dichotomy in this last episode. I was a little worried about that. But there's a lot of, like, paying attention to what other people are saying and knowing that you can't just talk for the whole, you know, ten minutes per topic. So, it worked out. It weirdly enough worked out. Um, but, uh, yeah, I usually have a segment on the show called Why You're Wrong, where I choose something that happened in the world and argue with the internet, essentially. But uh, this upcoming episode, which we'll record tonight, the day of this recording, so it'll already be out. Um, I'm going to do a little Overwatch segment, Overwatch Minute, because uh, there was some stuff that came out with Overwatch recently, and I want to talk about it, so. Um, plus, nothing's really irritated me this week on the internet. I mean, it probably has, but... Oh, sorry. Whew. Nothing substantial, so I'll move on. But, um, yeah, if you want to check that podcast out, we talk about video game news and whatnot. It's uh, Mission Start Podcast on anywhere you can find your podcast. Um... Other than that, I think that's about it. Yeah, it's, 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 uh, Ert. So yeah, guys, again, The Boys, Amazon Prime, Orange is the New Black, Season 7, uh, both out this, you know, the day this episode goes up, so Friday, uh, and I, and I think that's gonna do it for us here at All Queued Up, and we will see you next time. Take care, everybody.